Let's do it, guys. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Hey, right, ready? What am I hearing? I am back and better than ever. Hey, we're back. All right, listen for it in three, awesome. two, this I love, one. Pow! Broadcasting from coast to coast and around the world. Welcome to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Whitetails in the woods, man, we love them racks so tall, and we chase them in the fall when our wives are at the mall. It's Big Game and Big Adventure on this week's show. From Monster Mule Deer in Lincoln County with Lucas Hogue. To, um, um... Oh, you did bad, Jimbo. <laughs> no, they're vampire fish. Vampire fish down in down in the uh, Amazon. There's no metal shark in the water. Well, I can't believe we actually rehearsed this. <laughs> Seriously. We are terrible without Buddy. You gotta hear our outtakes. <laughs> All right, so no, we have a great show. We do have Lucas Hogue. We do have Ross Purnell and Joe Farinato. And we are talking big game and big adventure on this week's show. It's gonna be quite the ride, folks. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, God. All right, so... <laughs> All right, let's get to Lucas. This is tanking. Stop judging us. Big Game Pursuits. All right, some country music. This is nice. we got to get in the mood here. Uh, just now being joined by Mr. Lucas Hogue, the host of Hogue Wild on Sportsman Channel. Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. He has, you got to check out his song, uh, Wishing I Was Fishing. Dude, you know what I wish, though? I wish you would bring back the long locks. You look so handsome. When that? When is that going to happen? Oh, God, hopefully never. <laughs> <laughs> you looked way better than Blake Shelton. I got to say that, oh, though. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Oh, man, that was uh, that was, got tragically long, <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have seen Trav about maybe eight or nine years ago. I mean, his his uh, hair was down to his butt. He's a Harley rider. Nice. So was I, man. I had to sell my, my Harley just about two years ago. Oh. Uh, it's, a, it's the Harley I bought when I was a senior in high school with all my farming money. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of farming money, you come from Hubble, Nebraska, and that's basically straight north of uh, Salina, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. Straight north is Chester, and then seven miles back east on the state line there is Hubble, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you you can almost spit to Kansas from your house, can't you? Yeah, I can throw a football into uh, across the Kansas border. (laughs) Actually, you go from the kitchen to the living room, you're in Kansas. Now, fast forward several years from the the Harley-Hubble-Nebraska days. Uh, now you're in Nashville, recording artist, yeah. country music. Love your music, man. Uh, wishing I was fishing. Love the song. But you have Hogue Wild, man. And yeah. it's on Sportsman Channel. Debut this year, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to catch it. All new episodes. The premise of your show is entirely different, though. Your intent is to be more inclusive, to kind of break down boundaries what made you want to do this? You're not necessarily focused on that kill shot and showing it. You want to be more yeah. inclusive. Why? What made you take that step when nobody else wants to be like that? Well, my fan base on the music side, I've, I've got a lot of females on the, on the music side, you know, and I want to bring them on, you know, to watch my show on the Sportsman's Channel side. And a lot of them, you know, my wife included, doesn't want to see that kill shot. And I'm like, you know what? I'm totally fine with that. You know, a lot of people don't, and I want to kind of respect that as well. 
Um, not that it's a bad thing or anything because we have to show the harvest and, and all the conservation sides of, of what we do as outdoorsmen, men and women. So just taking that small little element out, I don't think it's going to harm the show in any way, but I think it's going to bring some people that wouldn't necessarily maybe watch a show like mine might bring them over to uh, be entertained by that as well and see what we do as sportsmen and women um, throughout the whole process. So, And I've actually had a few people um, commenting like, hey, I normally wouldn't watch shows like this, but I really like your show, blah, 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 and things like that. So um, I think we're on to something. Yeah. Now, you you were born and raised out there in Hubble, Nebraska, and I just yeah. watched your video, uh, Boom Boom, you're in a cobra. Is that a little out of place out there? Isn't that pickup truck country? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, growing up, I love growing up in Hubble. I mean, 44 people when I was there. <laughs> more people now. Thriving <laughs> megalopolis. <laughs> yes. It was, a, it was a quite the metropolis, man. <laughs> you know, when he so, left, it really hurts the taxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the population. Yeah, the tax went way down. <laughs> Well, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world, though. But yeah, filming that video was pretty fun. I was actually out, um, about to walk the red carpet at the ACMs, but my uh, producer was out there too. He's like, "Hey, man, while we're out here, we got a couple, you know, days before the event. Um, why don't we shoot your music video for Boom Boom?" I'm like, "Dude, it'd be awesome. What do you got in mind?" He says, "I need, I need you to go buy a tux and then rent a car that you want to go drive around in Red Rocks with." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" So. That's the car I picked. <laughs> you know, who go, wouldn't? Going back to your show again, make sure you get people, you have to watch Hogue Wild. So much fun. Sportsman Channel Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Going back to like the kill shot. Anybody yeah. that is an outdoors man or woman knows that the actual killing is the smallest part of the adventure, the excitement, the it's memories. A fraction. If you look forward to that part, you're missing what it is truly about. And so you Absolutely. saying how it's not affecting you, I, I completely understand and agree because I, I think as a culture, as a society with social media, we've really lost sight of what hunting truly is about. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, um, you know, there's always going to be haters out there and people who don't get what we do. And, you know, just taking one little element out that, like you said, it's a fraction of what we do and why we do what we do. Um, maybe it'll help those people understand what we do and why we do it. And maybe, maybe they won't be haters anymore or something like that. You know, just trying to break down, like you said, break down those barriers, those walls and give, people less of an opportunity to hate on someone else. I mean, it's just, you know, just a little bitty thing I'm trying to do. Yeah. Well, your your program kind of takes you actually around the world. You hunt and fish just about everywhere. Give us some ideas of some of the uh, episodes that are coming up that we could see. Absolutely. So we uh, just filmed uh, another episode down in Tampa, Florida. And um, so I'm not a obviously landlocked guy. I did a lot of lakes and, and creeks and river fishing. <laughs> Haven't got to do a lot of salt water. So, uh, um, it was a whole new experience for me, you know, trying to learn all the different techniques that these guys do to, uh, catch this certain kind of fish or this kind of fish and what times of days and, and, you know, that fishing with tides, um, really got to be an interesting aspect for me. So it was really cool to be down there and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Now on this week's show, we're talking big game and big adventure and you being from the Midwest, man, deer hunting, 
reigns supreme, but you went somewhere and you went hunting on the Arabella Ranch. And this is like Lincoln County, man. New Mexico. Mule deer hunting. That had to be quite the adventure. Even if the the hunting sucked, just being there, you know, that locale, the history behind it, is that not like every country boy hunter's dream? Oh, absolutely, man. Every every time I took a step, I felt like I was walking through an old Western, you know, I was yeah. like John Wayne and Bill the Kid come out, you know, <laughs> I mean, it literally still felt like that because he really hasn't disturbed the ground itself. Sure, they built a lodge and things like that and, and built some trails through there so that it's easier for, for us to get around and, and hunt. But, you know, it's still very, seems very untouched. And there was actually a cabin on the premises um, that was just the foundation that they resurrected, and um, that was supposedly one of Billy the Kid's little cabins that he lived in. Oh, wow. Now, the thing is, in Hubble, Nebraska, that's kind of whitetail country, but you go further west in Nebraska, and I know here in northwest Kansas, we've got mule deer out here as well. Uh, it's yeah. It's a little different style of hunting, sometimes a little longer distance, but I can't imagine being a, a close shot in Hubble. Oh, I know. Um, growing up in Hubble and being able to hunt whitetail, I mean, like you say, it was quite different. We didn't do a whole lot of spot and stock. Um, obviously, you sit in stands a lot for whitetail and wait till you know you find those migratory patterns and you and you kind of wait there and see what you get. And um, with this whitetail hunt, I, this is my first mule deer hunt, so it was cool to be able to stock because that's one of my favorite things to do as being a, an archery elk hunter. So that's one of my favorite things is to spot and stock and, and being able to do that for uh, my first whitetail or dang it, <laughs> my first mule deer hunt. Uh, it was pretty incredible and to be able to get a, a deer of that size and that caliber was really awesome. Yeah. Hey, can you stick around? We've got a lot more to talk about. Absolutely. I'm here. Okay. Hey, we've been talking with Lucas Hogue, and of course, he is the host of Hogue Wild on Sportsman's Channel, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Every single Monday, you have to watch it. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Lucas, to learn more about you, Hogue Wild, uh, how we could find your music, upcoming releases, all that good stuff. Where Where you parked at Cobra? (laughs) That's right. Where can we find you online, buddy? (laughs) Yeah. So all my socials are just at Lucas Hogue, and Hogue is H-O-G-E, and and then we also have the outdoor side, which is Hogue Wild TV. So it's at Hogue Wild TV. And then you can always, you know, link up with all of those on LucasHogue.com for music, merch, entertainment, whatever you want to see. A uh, little outtakes that wouldn't make the show, maybe. Stuff like that. <laughs> you bet. Hey, more Lucas Hogue on the other side. Oh, wild! Don't go nowhere. <laughs> There's a lot of traffic out there on the information superhighway because everyone is headed to JimandTrav.com. See, it's a traffic jam. Hey, move it, buddy! Blogs, pictures, tips, recipes, and a ton of other cool stuff. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will return in a few moments. A life of sacrifice. Time and patience is what it takes. A life of challenge. This is what we wait for all year long. A life shaped by our forefathers. When you shoot a deer like this and you have this feeling, what's running through my veins right now, if you could bottle it, you'd be a millionaire. Hunting is freedom. The given right. Tuesdays at 8.30 on Sportsman Channel. Never apologize for your God-given right to hunt. Summer's in full swing, but crisp fall air is right around the corner. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's want to help you gear up for hunting season. Time to sight in your bow, set up your game camera, and get everything you need to make this hunting season the best one yet. 
Shop Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's and save on your favorite hunting brands like Blackout, Cabela's, and Herders. It's your season at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts here. Shop in-store or online. We're laying the groundwork to help you plan your next Western big game hunt this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We just came back. But nevertheless, we're talking big game and big adventure on this week's show. And we had Lucas Hogan. Yeah, and he actually stuck around. Really surprised. (laughs) Lucas Hogan, Sportsman Channel, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I stole his Cobra. I want to say something, though. You know, I'm I'm a big believer. I don't really subscribe to the whole going to church stuff. But, uh, you know, big faith believer. But your Sunday morning sessions are amazing, man. And the crowds that you draw and how diverse it is. And it's not like we're sitting down getting all preachy and preachy. Um, I I just find it very refreshing. You're taking the genre of country music that I love. You're an artist that I think is just tremendous. uh, And you're doing your takes on uh, gospel Christian music. And I, I think it's amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah, this is something that, you know, I grew up in a small little rural church. I mean, there was maybe at the peak of a congregation, 15 people in the whole church. <laughs> and, you know, the organist was probably 82 at the time. And those were the, all the hymns that we sang when we were, when I was a little kid. And uh, it was just awesome. So about two and a half years ago, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start putting these up for something that I want to do, you know. And people really start gravitating towards them. They got a couple thousand views to start out with. And now they're all the way up to like a hundred to 200,000 views, sometimes a million views per Sunday. So it's really cool that people are really enjoying these. Yeah. Now tell us about wishing I was fishing. Very yeah. sentimental song. Most people would write a song like this for another reason. Why, why did you write wishing I was fishing? So, you know, I've always wanted a song to honor my dad. My dad is still alive, but, you know, everybody always waits, you know, until yeah. either somebody's on or something like that. And then that person never gets to hear that song. So I was sitting down with my buddy, Philip Lamont, and he had just lost his dad about a year and a half prior to us meeting. And um, I was like, man, I've always had this idea in my head about wishing I was fishing, you know, that last cast and blah, 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 all this stuff. And he's like, man. I would love to write that with you because I lost my dad. And literally, we were halfway through the song. You know, we're all crying and like being man. And oh, yeah, this is awesome. And I get a call that day um, halfway through the right. And it's the opera. And they're like, hey, man, we have a cancellation. Are you in town off the road? Can you come in and perform? I'm like, absolutely. Oh. And I ended up finishing that song that day and performing that song that night on the Rhyme wow. Auditorium stage. Oh. Which was scary in itself. All right, Mr. Lucas Hogue, host of Hogue Wild Sportsman Channel, Mondays, all new episodes, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Like you said, you're a big elk hunter, archery hunter. I think elk hunting is primarily at the top of most outdoorsmen and women's bucket list hunt. Where is yeah. your favorite place to chase elk? My favorite place is about an hour, hour and a half south of Pueblo, Colorado. Ooh. Um, like I, I said, the kind of the reason I started the show was that my guitar has been my passport to all these amazing destinations and insights in all these other people's lives that want to share their lifestyle with me and likewise with them once we get to know each other. And I met this guy by the name of Mike Dario through a Dying Wish program that I was granting for a lady that was in hospice. And um, there was so much success around that whole story that they flew me out to be with her at her bedside. And um, one of her dear friends was Mike Dario. and He owns this huge, beautiful 
just open mountain um, south, kind of in the Kachara area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, man, I appreciate you doing this for my friend. I'd love to take you elk hunting one day. I was like, dude, you cannot threaten me with stuff like that because I will show up on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, call me. So I called him up like two weeks later. It was, it was about September 1st, so about time for elk season out there. And uh, he took me out, and that was probably about eight years ago now. And I've been going back with him ever since and just having a blast. Yeah. Now, one thing that is not new is country music artists in the outdoor industry. There's a lot of shows, you know, we mentioned Blake yeah. Shelton, you have a butt commander, so on and so forth. There's a lot of people, um, but most people, and the reason you would watch them in that show is because you like their music. But when you watch the show, there's none of their music or they don't <laughs> sing very much. The, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, yeah. this is weird. Or you find um, out they can't sing. Yeah, but exactly. you you try to incorporate original music for every episode. A lot might be tongue in cheek. But that yeah. is something you specifically try to do. And I think uh, like, wow, I don't know why other people actually don't do that. That's exactly right. We had a lot of people say, well, are you going to actually put your music in the show? I'm like, absolutely. It's, it's going to be, I want to try and do 50-50. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Because, um, you know, I love getting my music out there too. So a lot of the tracks that you'll hear behind um, all the scenes are stuff that I've scored for the show as well. So if we don't have like a music montage or a little music video in there, um, it's still going to be my music throughout the whole thing and my friend's music and stuff like that because I just love um, helping my songwriter buddies out too by getting their stuff out there. So yeah, it's fun, man. I try and write a, a new funny little song depending on if it, if it meets, you know, the standards or whatever for the show, but, uh, uh, for each episode. So I wonder what he'll do for this one. <laughs> Going to music. And I just, I, you know, like we've had the whole bro country and, you know, I mean, I'm like a diehard country music fan and I'm open to new things. Everyone has to be open minded. I like the Beach sure. Boys, but country music is not country music. Um, okay. It is every there's the snap track in every single if that's what you want to call it in every single song is so annoying. It's like we have right. to have this. There is no heart. There is no soul. You remember when you you turn on the radio, you listen to Wishing I Was Fishing. There was always meaning. There was always a value. There was always a lesson to be learned in country music. A hearkening back. And it just isn't there anymore. And then when we bring it up, you know, people are like bashing us. Oh, you're not open-minded. This is just the evolution of radio and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's BS. You know, I mean... Dan and Shay are not country. I'm sorry. I hate turning on the radio. I'm listening to country and Backstreet Boys. Come on, Justin Bieber. Like what? It, oh, I know. What is wrong? You know? Do you think we're ever going to get back to what country? Like your music is country music. It is fun, and you are a country boy, man. Do you think we're ever going to get back to that? Unfortunately, I don't. I think there will always be, you know, veins of it throughout. You know those artists that are going to try and stay as close to the traditional country as that can be at this time. Um, but unfortunately, if, you know, to get your stuff out there and to be on popular radio, you do have to put different elements in there to kind of take you to that side and try and keep those veins. So it's a, it's harder now to record than it ever was because you're trying to bounce back and forth, you know, between this new style of country versus, you know, wanting to stay true to what you grew up on and how you feel and you want to depict country music. So it's it's a very interesting push and pull between producers when we're in the studio because I'm like, 
man, I don't, I wouldn't want to hear that. It's exactly like a snap track or a clap or a yo-yo or something. I'm like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Lucas Hogue, and of course, he's the host of Hogue Wild on Sportsman's Channel Monday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Exactly. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. So, Mr. Lucas, for music, for Hogue Wild, your partners, where you're going to be all that fantastic jazz some merch where can we find you online buddy go to yeah all my socials is at lucas hogue hogue is h-o-g-e or hogue wild tv or just go to lucashogue.com and you can hang out with us on every single platform yeah what's the combination to the lock on the cobra (laughs) i wish i could say that it was mine (laughs) i can tell you where i got it (laughs) all right ross purnell host of a blood run fly fishing with amazon warriors on outdoor channel it premieres august 10th 7 to 10 p.m eastern time he's coming up next that's right mr lucas you're awesome buddy thanks guys i appreciate you very very much Recently, we asked if you thought we'd been really awesome these past few months. You guys have been really awesome these last few months. And you agreed. So for even more awesome, check out JimandTrav.com and stay tuned because the Super Duper Awesome Show will continue right after these short messages. Say it with me, Larry. Test it. Oh, yes. Movie magic is put to the test in an all-new season of Hollywood Weapons. Where the heck are you going to get done? <laughs> We'll break down the most famous action scenes in TV and movie history. Okay, go ahead and light it. And answer the question, can you really do that? It's going to be chaos, I guarantee you. Hollywood Weapons, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Come see the Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles designed for conquering extreme terrain at yamahaoutdoors.com today. Proven off-road features include factory-installed worn winch, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. The Yamaha XTR line. Realize your adventure today at yamahaoutdoors.com. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. Big Game and Big Adventure is on today's revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's another two-parter with Ross Purnell, host of Blood Run, fly fishing with Amazon Warriors on Outdoor Channel, premiering Monday, August 10th at 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking big game and big adventure on this week's show. Before the break, we had Lucas Hogue. Oh, oh yeah, of Hogue Wild. But our next guest, man, he's wild. He's a warrior. Ross Purnell, Fly Fisherman Magazine editor and publisher. Plus, he is the host of Blood Run, Fly Fishing with Amazon Warriors. It premieres on Outdoor Channel August 10th, 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You are a wild man, Mr. Ross. How's it going, buddy? Pretty great. Yeah, no, the thing Good is... to be here with you. Yeah, you know, you're up in Pennsylvania, and uh, one day we're just sitting around having a cup of coffee, or maybe a couple of beers, and said, hey, let's go down to South America and fish the Amazon Basin. Is that how that happened? No, it didn't really happen like that. Uh, I have a friend who fishes in South America in the jungle frequently, and we were just swapping fish stories one time, and he told me about this very primitive tribe, 
and they have a, a ritual like a, a how you pass them into manhood. You must catch this big fish called a payara. Uh, sometimes in North America, it's called a vampire fish or a saber tooth uh, fish. Oh yeah, because it has these huge fangs. And anyways, he said to become a man in this in this tribe, you have to catch the fish. And the the village chief or elder uses the teeth to scar your arms and legs. And once you have those scars, you're officially a man. And the thing that I thought was especially cool about it is that they believe that when they make those cuts with the teeth, the spirit of the fish enters your body and you become a better fisherman. And, of course, I'm I'm always looking for ways to be a better fisherman. <laughs> and when I heard that story... I want to try that. Your friends are way cooler. Mine, ours are like, hey, I'm at Bass Pro Shops every single day. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, or they I have, say, hold my beer. I have a friend <laughs> that fishes the Zingu River like every Friday. <laughs> um, you know what is so cool about this? Um, the scarification of what you're talking about. You remember back in like the old hunting camps? Not that we went that drastic, but it was like you cut your shirt tails. You might put a little blood from the first animal you harvested on your face celebrating the ritual of the hunt the fish whatever and how it's like that rite of passage it's really neat how they memorialize that hunt and what happened and how it's such a sacred part of uh, their existence it's a perfect analogy it's just like how native americans would you know eat the heart of the animal that they killed it's a it's a sign of respect and admiration in this this fish, the payara, is like the most lethal predator in the river, and they, they want to be like that predator. They want to hunt like that predator. They want to share blood with that predator. So they, they share quite a kinship with them, and it's a, it's a big show of respect. Now, you, uh, you're the uh, magazine editor for Fly Fisherman Magazine. Now, did you catch them all on flies, or did you use some, uh, some uh, bait? Uh, most of the fish we caught were all on flies. We, we took one glorious afternoon where I just, I asked one of the, the Kayapo guys that we were with, I want to see how you fish. So he showed us his sort of primitive method, just hand lining with a, with a hook. We actually used like a little maggot. So I was bait fishing and you caught a small fish. Then we used that small fish for bait and just worked our way up the food chain. Eventually, we caught a catfish hand lining. Oh, wow. But along the way in there, I did catch a payara on bait. Oh, man. Mr. Ross Purnell, again, Fly Fisherman Magazine editor and publisher. And you have to watch Blood Run Fly Fishing with Amazon Warriors. It premieres on Outdoor Channel. That is August 10th at 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, the Kayapo Warriors... I mean, they're like the real deal. It's not like a whole bunch of guys that just dress up on the weekend for fun. Um, how did you guys get hooked up with them? It's just not like, you know what, Jimbo and I are sitting here talking. travel agent. Yeah, it's like I'm going to hop on some travel deal and book a trip, and I'm going to go hang out for seven days and go fishing with them. This is a huge honor. How did you put this together with them? They're trying to preserve their piece of the jungle. They have about 6 million acres of the Amazon jungle, and they're trying to figure out ways to save it. So they uh, had this idea that they would uh, get the editor of Fly Fisherman in there, catch some big payara on the Jingu River, and their hope was that they could build a fly fishing lodge in there and have guests come in there and start to develop a, a tourism economy. I think that's still possible. But COVID has really delayed those plans for them because 
they had to shut the whole territory to, to, you know, no insiders or outsiders can go in there right now because they don't have hospitals or doctors or anything like that. So they can't have people coming in and out. So their, their dreams of having some tourism income or, uh, have been dashed, but hopefully temporarily. Yeah. Now, uh, you left Pennsylvania. Where did you fly to? And then give us the, uh, the itinerary of where you had to go to get to it. And did you go by plane, boat, train, and whatever? A lot of boat rides. Uh, we flew to Manaus and then we took a four hour charter flight that went into the, the Kaipo territory and we landed on like a little landing strip in the jungle that was pretty scary because we were talking on satellite phone in the days before and they were actually chopping and burning the banana plants back to enough clearance for our wings so that the wingtips were just like brushing the freshly cut strip that we landed on. Yeah, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that. (laughs) And uh, from there, it was about a four-hour boat ride uh, to get to one of the places that we fished. We did a lot of camping, just in tents along the river where there was crocodiles up on the bank every evening and every night. It was it was pretty amazing being out there with no light pollution and watching stars and just catch uh, eating the fish that we caught out of the river. And we didn't just eat fish. One of the things they really like to eat is turtles. And the Kaipo guys taught me how they hunt for turtles. And what you do basically is... Uh, you run the river and you stand up in the bow of the boat looking for turtles. And when you see one, you dive head first into the river and try to catch the turtle with your bare hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty crazy because the river is shallow and rocky and it's full of these uh, stingrays and uh, electric eels. So you really have to be careful you don't dive on a stingray instead of a turtle. You know what I mean? There's a lot of treacherous things in there. <laughs> oh, you bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around, Ross? Because we've got a whole lot more to talk about. Sure thing. You bet. Hey, we're talking with Ross Purnell. Of course, he is the editor of Fly Fisherman Magazine and uh, has a program coming out on the 10th of August called Blood Run. Fly Fishing with Amazon Warriors. That is August 10th, 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, what is so cool is after the 7 p.m. airing uh, on the 10th on Outdoor Channel, um, you guys are going to have like a, a live Q&A on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, the it'll be me and the other guy in the film, Rodrigo Salas, who is who uh, it was the guy that invited me down there. And he, he was the more, more experienced Payara fisherman. So it was the two of us that went on the blood run, and we both got our scars together from uh, the elder, uh, an old guy named Takak Natiri. And as far as we know, we are the only outsiders that have ever gone through the scarification ritual, and we're certainly the the first ones to ever film it. Holy cow. cow. All right, this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. And again, we've got to get to a break. We're coming back. Ross Purnell. Where can we find you online, Mr. Ross? You can find me on Instagram at, at Ross Flyfisher, or you can email me, Ross at Flyfisherman.com. The stream Ross Purnell, right after this. Where we're going, boys and girls, there are no roads. Is there flying spaceships? Of course there is. How do you think we're going to get around, buddy? We're hunting for Ibex. We're chasing after bear. We're catching big catfish. It's going to be totally crazy. I'm so excited for this adventure. I think I 
Sean Alligator. We are hunting big game on today's show. Oh, oh, oh! Big game pursuits. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. It's more than just listening to outdoor radio. It's like arming your brain. Check out JimandTrav.com and stick around. The Revolution will be right back. I love this lying in a ditch waiting to get your supper. I'm Mike Robinson, chef and hunter-gatherer. What amazing meat. I believe that sustainable wild food is the best food. So I take only what nature allows to create amazing and delicious dishes in my award-winning restaurants. Discover the very best in field at table fare. I've had lots and lots of venison, but never cooked this way. Farming the Wild, Mondays at 8.30 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, talking big game and big adventure. Yeah, sounds good. Now let's rejoin the boys and Ross Purnell, host of Blood Run, fly fishing with Amazon Warriors on Outdoor Channel, premiering Monday, August 10th at 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking big game and big adventure on this week's show. And before the break, we had part one with old Ross Brunel. You have got to see his program coming out next Monday. Yeah, Blood Run, Fly Fishing with Amazon Warriors. That is Monday, August 10th, 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And in between the two airings, there's going to be an awesome Q&A on Facebook uh, where you can pick Mr. Ross's brain all you want. He or his a, scab. He has a death wish. I know he does. Now, serious question, though. You go to some place like this, the Jingu River, hanging out with the Kayapo, however you say that, warriors. Amazing tribe. Is it better there without all of the glitz, the glam, everything? Did it give you a whole new perspective on life, Mr. Ross? Yeah, it sure made me appreciate uh, uh, a lot of the comforts when I did come back home. But you know what really made me think is is not the uh, how dissimilar we are, but how similar we are especially people that love hunting and fishing because that's what these guys want to do. And when you get out on the water and you're fishing with them, we're exactly the same people. They love the same thing. You should have seen the looks on their faces when I finally grabbed a turtle and we, we cooked it over the open fire and we had fish for dinner. And it's, we have so much in common with those people. It's, that's what really made me appreciate them. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you know, you talked earlier about uh, whether or not to eat fish you know, out of the river or whatever. Now, you just talked about uh, catching a turtle and eating it. But did you pack in your own food or did you use uh, what they had available? We ate almost exclusively what they had available. We we drank their water. We, uh, we chopped open vines in the jungle and would drink water fresh out of that. I ate maggots. Like we went one afternoon and you find these like little coconut nuts that you crack open and there's insect larvae in there that looks like a giant maggot. We ate those. Uh-huh. My goal on this trip was to live like them as much as possible and like experience what they experienced. So we slept in the same tents with them. I went turtle hunting with them. I went fishing with them and learned how, how they fish. And we also spent some time showing them how I fish. So. 
It was a great cross-cultural experience. Did that concern you? Okay, you're going there. Like you said, there are no hospitals. There are no resources. There's no Pepto-Bismol. Your constitution hasn't (laughs) been developed on their cuisine, their water. I mean, that could have abruptly ended your trip, went way south there. Um, Did that concern you? And was that an issue? It was an issue because when we were there filming, some people actually had to get... uh, medically evacuated uh really whoa one of the guys we were with that went along as as a cook stepped on a stingray in the river and the next morning he was unconscious and had to be evacuated there's a lot of dangerous pitfalls out there but uh you got to be careful uh you bet yeah now now the thing is when you're down there and you're living with the people uh that are called warriors okay how far removed are they from the uh, uh, the primitive days where they may have been cannibals? Not very far removed at all. Well, I don't think they were ever cannibals. There's too much other food to eat. But <laughs> the, the reason that they're called warriors is because just a generation ago, you know, they had wars with other people who would try to trespass on their land. I mean, these are their hunting and fishing lands. Uh, and the Kayapos are spread over over a great geographic area. So it wasn't very long ago that they would, you know, have wars and battles with each other to try to have the best fishing and hunting grounds. But uh, now those roughly 13 different groups have joined together and and are now sort of fighting for a common cause, which is to protect their forests from the real outsiders, which is which is basically us. Yeah, now they want to have outsiders so they can build the economy, they can boost conservation efforts, just like, you know, we have done with the Pittman-Robertson Act. But did you ever feel like an outsider? You know, you're there, and I know that this is, is a glorious time for them, and they get to show you this experience, and it's going to film and hopefully bring a lot of attention to the area. Did you ever feel at all as though you weren't welcome at some point in time. No, sometimes the, the other warriors made fun of me for my <laughs> uh, jungle craft or my poor diving for turtles, but that's just like good friends laughing with each other. I, I always felt welcome right from the very minute I, I went into the village. Uh, I guess I haven't spoke about this before. They put They have body paint or war paint all over their bodies, Mm -hmm. Uh, the men, women, and children, even like a three-month-old baby has stripes or spots or handprints all over their bodies. And the the minute I went into their village, they had me take off my pants and shirt and give me body paint from head to toe all over my face and chest and legs. And I I instantly felt like one of them. You know, this is how they dress, and they wanted me to be one of them, so they welcomed me right from the get-go. Uh, listen, quickly, before we wind this up, tell us about the fish itself. Now, it's got the two big fangs on the bottom jaw, and uh, and that's the what you use to be able to make the scarification on your arms and legs, I guess. But uh, tell us about the fish. What do they do with those two big saber teeth? Their number one prey is piranhas, mm. which is kind of unusual because piranhas are out there just uh, chomping on everything in the river. But they use those two big teeth to just spear their fish and just slash them into ribbons and then eat them whole. Wow. Uh, they live super deep in the bottom of like 60 or 80 foot deep slow spots in the river or else in really fast water because they, they use that 
depth or the speed of the water to ambush their prey. Uh, they only hunt in, at night. That's one of the reasons why they're called vampire fish. So the only time we really had a shot at catching them was an hour before dark or the first hour in the morning. Mm. The rest of the day we were fishing for wolf fish and peacocks and bacudas and all kinds of other stuff. But that one magical hour right before dark was the hour that the vampire fish came out. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We're talking with Ross Purnell. Of course, he's uh, Fly Fishing Magazine's editor and publisher. Plus, he's the host of Blood Run, Fly Fishing with Amazon Warriors. It premieres on Outdoor Channel August 10th at 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Stand together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable vampire fishing experiences. Visit them at Cabela's com and BassPro.com. Now, again, Mr. Ross, where can we find you online and where do we have to go to find this live Q&A uh, around 9 o'clock Eastern time on the 10th on Facebook? Just look up Fly Fisherman Magazine on Facebook and you'll be able to join our Facebook Live at 9 o'clock. If you want to get in touch with me personally uh, on Instagram, I'm at Ross Fly Fisher. And you can just look up my name, Ross Purnell, on Facebook, P-U-R-N-E-L-L. You bet. Hey, coming up next is uh, Joseph Ferranato. Yeah, associate editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine. He is next. Mr. Ross, you're so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks a lot for having me on. I enjoyed it. It's really pretty simple. You log on to JimandTrav.com, and you're instantly transported to our online outdoor universe. With show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buy or bust, the amazing Mrs. Bunny, and tons of expert advice from our ever-expanding talent pool of industry professionals. JimandTrav.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things outdoors. Stay right there. The revolution will be right back. The revolution is on the air and always online at JimandTrav.com. Now, joining the boys is Mr. Joseph Farinato, associate editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine, brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking big game and big adventures on this week's show. And you can't have an adventure without a Peterson Hunting World magazine. That's right. We said goodbye to Ross Purnell. You go to the Amazon. Screw that. We're going to Peterson's Hunting magazine. You go to Oklahoma. Joe Farinato. He's the associate editor. You have my dream job. There's one magazine I've just, I, I love. It's Peterson's Hunting magazine, man. The articles you cover, the way it's laid out. That is so cool that you're now the associate editor. Yeah, and David Draper's there. David Draper is the boss, and yeah, it's my dream job, too. I'm, I couldn't be more happy to be, be on the team now. Yeah. Now, the thing is, we're coming up into the fall of 2020. Do you ever think we'd make it there through all this COVID stuff? But uh, what, are some <laughs> nope. of the, yeah, what are some of the hot spots that you see around the country that we need to think about and that we can still get maybe permits for? Oh, well, I mean... Out west, it seems like everything is kind of still rolling. Um, I mean, Montana sold out uh, all their non-resident tags. Idaho sold out all their non-resident tags. I mean, it seems like everybody's wanting to travel out west right now to do some hunting. I was lucky enough to get my Idaho tags before uh, before they sold out. Yeah, now there's still a lot of OTC over-the-counter tags available uh, I know in like Colorado, there's quite a few that's going to be reissued. their big game licenses. I think they go on sale like in the next couple of days. Yeah. But there's a lot of yep, states. They should. 
Yeah, a lot of states, I mean, from Nebraska, Kansas, all over the place. Like in the Midwest. Um, they're opening up right now uh, in the next couple of days for those people that didn't get their hat in the ring or they thought they couldn't travel because of the COVID crap. Um, so they just kind of missed out on the draws. But there is going to be a lot of opportunity and we need to jump on it if we don't want to miss out again in that right. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta jump on it right when it comes up because if you don't, you'll miss out on it. Everybody wants to be hunting this year, and especially with COVID, I think, because everybody got tired of being inside. So, like, time to go hunting. Yeah, I was going to contact Governor Cuomo there in New York and see if I could get a ticket from him. I'm sure he'll give you a ticket, (laughs) probably for calling him. Uh, Joe Farinato, associate editor, Peterson's Hunting Magazine. Now you're from the Bozeman area. That is truly God's country, big sky country up there. The hunting opportunities you have there, man, it is so pristine. What is it like living there, breathing there, being able to hunt there? I, I bet you never get tired. You never have to leave your home state. You, you really don't, man. I am. Uh, it's, it's a dream living here. I could head 20 minutes south of town and be in some of the most pristine elk country you've ever seen in your life. Big bulls everywhere. It's a dream. You know, I have my elk tag, my gear tag, my antelope tag. They're all in my pocket right now. Ready to rock and roll. I could put in for moose, sheep, and goat every year. It's amazing. And even if I wanted to, I could get an unlimited sheep tag here. So I could choose to hunt sheep every year if I wanted to. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We're talking with Joe Farinato. Of course, he's the associate editor of Peterson Hunting Magazine. That's right. Now, what does it cost? We need to get a subscription today for those people that don't have a subscription. They've been silly their whole lives, Joe. What does it cost to get a subscription and where can we do that at? Petersonshunting.com. I'm a little embarrassed. I don't know the price off the top of my head. It's only $6 for a year. Six bucks for a year? And how many issues do you guys put out? (laughs) Six, one dollar an issue. (laughs) We put out every month, uh, we get 11 issues annually. I'm going to tell them to give you a raise. I'm just going to say, you guys, I vote you need to increase your double the price, 12 bucks. Really? (laughs) I mean, 12 bucks. I mean, I bet people would still pay for it, you know. Six to 12, they they would do it. I would. Oh, my God. (laughs) I want to get two subscriptions just to pay 12. All right, so we got to get to a break. Uh, this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. And again, go to Peterson'sHunting.com and check out Joe Farinato. He is the associate editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine. Stick around because we got a whole lot more revolution with Jim and Trav. Joe, thanks so much, buddy. Oh, of course. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. JimandTrav.com. You ready for this? Prepare yourselves. Got something to say? Listen to me. Interact with the show at JimandTrav.com. Plus, check out show archives. Buy or bust. Mrs. Bunny and expert advice from our hunting and fishing professionals. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will continue. Okay. Next. This is the road to the FLW title in the inaugural Tackle Warehouse season opener on the FLW Pro Circuit Showtime. The next two hours could seriously impact my fishing career. When you call in like that, you're moving up the leaderboard. A six-figure payday, $100,000 richer. This is the place to be, man. Yes. FLW Fishing, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Plus means more. Introducing OutdoorChannelPlus.com, the most comprehensive outdoor website ever created. Recent, relevant, and authentic, with new product reviews, expert tips, videos, and podcasts from America's most trusted sources like Game & Fish, Guns & Ammo, North American Whitetail, and many more. Experience the new OutdoorChannelPlus.com. Never stop searching. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking big game and big adventures. And, of course, our first guest was Lucas Hogue. Yes, it was. Yeah, and he was good. <laughs> he, he was great. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ross Pernell. I'm surprised you never called him Ross Perot. I kind of thought you were going to say that. Uh, plus, Joe Farinato. This was a fantastic show. One thing I do want to say, though, is happy birthday uh, to my daughter, Miss Doodle. Yeah. She's going to be 10 this 10 week. 10 years old. We're going to go out and do some plinking, celebrate. Uh, but get outdoors this weekend, right? That's right. And have fun with the kids. Have some fun with some kiddos, even take Jimbo. That's hey, what we, I say. And we want to thank our affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, wherever the heck she's at, and all the folks here at the Revolution. Yeah, she's with Cat Daddy. Don't <laughs> ask. Uh, yeah, and make sure you hammer home firearm safety. It is essential, boys and girls, and that you go to JimandTrav.com. Alright, we gotta go. We will return next week. Peace out. God bless you. God bless the USA. We love you so much.